0: To is this a ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and every week I tell a real ghost story from real history to my real friend Patrick Dean, who doesn't take it real seriously, and who is wearing a real not white shirt today. the The, the YouTube crowd's going to go nuts.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, the the, the YouTube fashionistas they were uh, they've been dragging me for a few years now <laughs> about the uh-huh. about the t-shirts and the white how they and how they. <laughs> it, it I I think you've actually went back and did like a time lapse of my white t-shirts for the last two years or whatever, you would like slowly see them disintegrating across my body.
0: <laughs> well, <So. laughs> it's it's a lot of yellow t-shirts now. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that strange? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're up in your game. Can you hear that? You have your new insulated headphones on. Can you Can't hear, you hear a thing. Your toilet's running? Can't hear a thing. Boy. <laughs> it must be nice. It really nice is. nice not to be distracted by your toilet running upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you can't hear it, and now Jeremy's mm-hmm. going to make it so that no one else can hear it. So really, Jeremy and I are the only people who can ever, who can hear your toilet flush.
1: I assume whoever's flushing
0: it upstairs is also hearing it. Well, but I mean, listeners-wise. Uh okay, yeah. <laughs> I assume no one else in your house listening to it. podcast. Aren't,
1: that aren't actually using the toilet, you mean. Okay.
0: Right. Uh, um, so okay. That's, our, that's our audio burden to bear. I right, bet I sound I'm great, sorry. though, in your ears. You sound Probably, louder. Right? It's louder. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh-huh. Is this loud?
1: <laughs> uh, just making the whole week fun for Jeremy here. <laughs>
0: it's Wednesday. Mm. Um. Mm. Oh, I wanted to run some skunkworks by you. Want oh, to, can yeah. You into a Works lab? For yeah, me? yeah. What the? Hey, where does that term come from? Do you
1: know? Oh, I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. No. I. I mean, classically, it's been like a, like an R and D black hole type term. You know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes stuff comes out of it, sometimes it just doesn't. But I, I don't actually know where the term comes from. I'd be curious.
0: Yeah. You
1: want to, do you want, do you, want, you want to pause the episode you can Google it? Yeah, I want to let me yeah. do some <laughs> yeah, hold on a Here, let's see.
0: Skunk Works etymology. Uh,
1: Jeremy, cut out the next 17 minutes.
0: <laughs> Originally, is in reference to the research laboratories of the aerospace company Lockheed Martin, allegedly from an association with the Skunk Works which was an illegal still in the little Abner comic strip.
1: Oh, okay. Fair okay. enough.
0: Uh, okay. So we'll cut this back in. <clears throat> you will actually, you know, Pat, uh, I think it, I think the term skunk works comes from, um, uh, where You're from <laughs> gosh, I'm having trouble remembering. <laughs> From well, the, I think Lockheed Martin was the first one to use that term in the 1960s, and I think it referred to uh, the skunk works, which was an illegal still, uh, if you remember, from the Little Abner comic strip. Oh, who,
1: yeah. I mean, of course I remember the Little Abner uh, <laughs> comic strips. <laughs>
0: who could forget? Yeah. I, in 1947, when I would wake up every morning and put on my overalls and mm-hmm. walk out and grab the paper and read Little Abner and, and his skunk works. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh I have a skunk. Little Abner and me. Lockheed Martin together at last. <laughs> the future depends on taste. us. It great together. Oh God! <laughs> what was Little Abner about? I don't think I've ever actually read, like read Little Abner. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna say an orphan. I'm probably gonna say an orphan.
0: I want to say he's like a orphan that cuts down trees. Is that right? That can't be right.
1: You know what? I'm. F- are you? Are you willing to make it interesting?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> no, it's been I had a
1: slow week. Yeah, all right. Not, okay. So orphan. All right. I'm going to say orphan. You're going to add this, this. is like a like a like a game of uh, like a game of bullshit. So I'm going to start with he was an orphan. You're going to you're going to add orphan who cuts down trees and then yeah, he I was an, yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to say orphan who cuts down trees and um. Uh, is constantly running from the police.
0: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's classic. Okay. Okay. How many how many rounds are we doing here? <laughs> I think orphan just, just <laughs> who the cuts two. down trees. Uh, who's constantly running from the police mm-hmm. and is um, but also stealing pies out of windows mm-hmm. all the time. I like that. My, yeah. my my if
1: if we hadn't ended that, I was gonna end, I was gonna next one was gonna be bald. I was gonna say bald <laughs> bald orphan. Because, you know, let's see who was right.
0: Little Abner was a satirical American comic strip that appeared in multiple newspapers, blah, blah, blah. It featured a fictional clan of hillbillies. Mm. So the axe, I'm pretty close, I think, with the (laughs) impoverished fictional mountain village of Dogpatch, USA. Mm. Oh, it's from Al Cap. I know him. Uh, Little Abner is portrayed as a simple-minded, gullible, and sweet-natured country bumpkin. He is six feet three inches (laughs) and perpetually 19 years old. Hmm. He lives in a ramshackle log cabin with his parents. Wait a minute! I'm oh God! I'm I'm feeling axe energy, tree cutting down. So, okay, I'm gonna find
1: axe. <laughs> if he's bald, I get a point too. So don't forget about that.
0: horns. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I this this is probably not time to time to do this. But Jeremy can cut as much as he wants. Really <laughs> he wouldn't dare. Boy, wouldn't Lil Abner dare.
1: is the opposite of bald. He is. is a
0: strapping and well-haired young man. Ooh.
1: He is the Elvis Presley of the Hillbilly South. No, Elvis Presley was Elvis Presley Hillbilly South. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He's Elvis Presley of his little chunk of the Hillbilly South, I guess.
0: Let's see. Let's just Google, did little Abner use an axe? Is merryworm a Battle Axe? busy but no Um,
1: it's sounding like no no i think we got i think we're we're wrong across the board every single one
0: i think you're right Hmm. you could you could you could you could picture him swinging an axe though
1: oh yeah and you could picture him being bald too so
0: no i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) that would make him that would just make him so (laughs) impotent um why are we talking about this i really don't know Oh, Skunkworks! Skunkworks, I to yes. Run, uh, uh-huh. Skunkworks by you. Yeah. Our first is just to go Skunkworks. All
1: right, uh, 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 Jeremy, you can bring hey, the Air audio. Me. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy, you can bring the audio back in right now. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think that we. I so when I you know Ryan, you know Ryan, producer Ryan. I do know Ryan Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He and I used to do some podcasts together years ago, mm-hmm. and during that time, I pitched him a podcast mm-hmm. that he he didn't. He didn't, he hated, he hated the idea. Quite frankly, he hated it. I mean, he,
1: he also, it, you know, he hated the idea of this podcast too. And it is That's true. wildly successful.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, al- he's also
1: not on it, which is probably uh, why he's <laughs> probably not. Probably why it's yeah. wildly successful.
0: <laughs> so uh, I wanted to run the idea by you to see what you think. Mm-hmm. Maybe our listeners also can weigh in. Sure. I think it's a really good idea, but he, um, I, but I cannot, I cannot overstate how much he hates this idea. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here it is. It's... <clears throat> The idea was a season-based, mm-hmm. I know, you would appreciate mm-hmm. podcast, right? A um, sort of scripted thing, and it's called Access Denied. Okay, and the whole first season, at least, would be you know, is that secret club at Disney World, War- Disneyland? Yes, I do. Club Thirty Three, mm-hmm. the secret club that no one can get into unless you're like super wealthy or super famous mm-hmm. or on a list or whatever. Sure, very exclusive place. And my idea for the podcast was that we would spend uh, as much time as we could. Trying to get into Club Thirty Three <laughs> remotely, like I'm Re- not n- well I- from Chicago. Okay. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and legally. Okay. And like to be to be to be invited into Club Thirty Three. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like we because that's a place that I would never be allowed in. Obviously, uh, very on tall. My own. The doors very yes. short <laughs> Yeah, famously. And uh, but I thought it'd be fun to try. And I we had some ideas about how we would how to try to do it. So it would mm-hmm. involve. Um, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, I it would involve probably at some point reaching out to Tom Hanks because mm. he probably is. I'm sure he can get it anytime he wants. Yeah. So and he has a he likes typewriters. And I have a typewriter, so I could like type him like mm. a typewriter mm-hmm. letter and send it off. That's yep. one idea. Yep.
1: Yep. He was like and the first person to ever get COVID. You've gotten yeah. COVID. Yeah. I had. I've so. had COVID.
0: So. Um, yeah, you know, we got a lot in common, mm-hmm. and uh, that would be the whole show. Just trying like the the the, the anything we could think of uh-huh. to try to get invited to Club Thirty Three. Okay. And then, uh, you know, hopefully it would go well, and the last episode would be like, oh, we're at Club 33. Or it would probably go badly, and the last episode would be like, well, this has failed. <laughs> and that's it for this season of this show. Mm-hmm. And then every season could be us trying to get into a new, very exclusive place. Mm,
1: okay, like the Freemasons.
0: Yeah. Um, the Vatican, the, the Holy of Holies. I don't Scientology.
1: Know what sure. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Hmm it's a really Anything exclusive it? like miniature train club in my town <laughs> okay. um
0: well well you know if that okay. if we don't get into the, the in the first season we don't get to disney mm-hmm. then we can scale we could like what's what's easier and i think i think maybe the miniature train club in your town that, that won't admit <laughs> you might be a good a good a good target for us uh um anyway and right i just i keep i bring it up to ryan every about mm-hmm. six months or so right i still i think it's got legs and mm-hmm. he 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 only hates it more, mm-hmm. uh more and more at the passing. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this idea? What,
1: so what I'm gonna start with what I like about it.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. What yeah, I yeah.
1: like about it is both out both possible outcomes, getting in, not getting in, uh, both make the club more exclusive. Because if you don't get Oh, in, that's true. If you don't get in, then it just kind of proves the point. Right? Like yeah. can't get in. if you do get in, they're gonna find this podcast and they're gonna kick us out and they're gonna not let anybody else in. So. Right. <laughs> and
0: so then we've we've closed the door yeah. and sealed it shut behind us. That's true. That's good.
1: <clears throat> I like that. <clears throat> okay. What I don't like about it, mm-hmm. it does sound like work. <laughs> so, yes.
0: You yeah. know, I that's, think that's also part mm. of Ryan's deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, I appreciate your feedback. Uh-huh. And uh, listeners, if you want to, if you like, and the other, Ryan's not a Disney guy. He doesn't oh. get it. That's fair. He's not into that. So that, that probably didn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a
1: wrestling club we can try to
0: get into for him? Oh, I bet so. I'm sure there. I is. bet so. One of his favorite stories is about how he went to uh, when he was, I think, in high school or college. He went to one of the big. It wasn't uh, WrestleMania, but it was one of the big event mm-hmm. wrestling events yeah. in Chicago. And he just like put on a lanyard and grabbed a clipboard and just like walked backstage. And he was like backstage for two hours before they caught him and threw him out. <laughs> so I think he there's something there for for sure. Like he, it's yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll keep exploring. All right. Well, listeners, let us know. Let us know if you want to see Access Denied. Mm -hmm. Um, The rotating cast of Mm -hmm. Ryan until he gets tired of it. And then Patrick, when I badger Patrick, (laughs) into doing it instead. (laughs) I mean,
1: I'm interested in it after we do um, oddities of the 19th century. That's. Ah,
0: Yes, I know. We got it. Our list is growing. Yeah, list is growing. So. Okay. Okay. That's fair. All right. Well, do you want to hear a ghost story? Please. Please. Good. The Weinkoff Hotel opened in downtown Atlanta in Georgia. Mm-hmm. It's In Georgia, I'm familiar the state, not the country, mm-hmm. in the year 1913. It's an old, it's an old place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hotel was commissioned by a man named W. Frank Weinkoff. That's why it's called the Weinkoff Hotel. Mm-hmm. I could find no good information on Frank at all. <laughs> it's real. He's like the, the he's been history hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, The only thing I find, he was probably born in 1876, but maybe not. Um, He might have been 37 when his hotel opened or older or younger. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. (laughs) And gosh, what else? Oh, I did find that he Mm -hmm. sold the hotel. So he built the hotel in 1913 Mm -hmm. and he sold it three years later. Okay, I assume made a great profit on it, and then he lived there the rest of his life as an unpaid guest.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen one of these. Like you, like yeah. you, you buy the building, and then you move out of the building, but you lease it back to yourself from the new tenants. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I've seen these before.
0: Yeah, it's it's like this guy. This is a guy who wanted to build a really big house, but mm. could only afford one room of it. <laughs> like, I, th- I think I have a plan, and it worked. <laughs> Uh, the hotel was designed by a man, by an architect named William Lee Stoddart. Mm-hmm. He did a whole lot of buildings. You should, boy, you, you wouldn't believe his Wikipedia page. Really? So you? many buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of them were hotels. Okay. So we knew what he was doing. Big hotel guy. Mm-hmm. When it opened, the Weinkauf Hotel was one of the tallest buildings in the entire state of Georgia. Do you want to guess how many stories that would have been in 1913? say two. Fifteen stories. Fifteen. My goodness. Whew. Yep. Your ignorance is showing. Mm-hmm. That's a bunch. It's a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it was built on a pretty small lot. The lot that it was built on was about 63 feet by 70 feet. S- what? Hang on.
1: <laughs> the,
0: 63 feet by 70. 63 feet wide, uh, 70 feet deep. Mm-hmm, yeah. Is the entire size of
1: this lot. Right. That's basically like my, my house and the house next to mine. Yeah, touching each I other. I think it's that's about it. it's the whole thing.
0: Four thousand square feet ish. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. multiplied
1: by by fifteen. By fifteen stories. Yeah. So yeah,
0: if you slice that hotel up mm-hmm. and you you lay all the pieces yep. out, mm-hmm. that's a big footprint.
1: Yeah, it's a big domino. It's 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 a it's a big domino hotel. Skinny. Yeah.
0: Funny you say that. Oh. Um. There. <laughs> this is a ghost podcast. <laughs> Let's see. So it was a small lot and they had to build it up. Uh, so it's kind of a little, yeah, it's kind of a, it's a tall, kind of narrow, thin building. Mm-hmm. Now there were guest rooms on the third through 15th floors. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. These guest floors are arranged, in, uh, were, sorry, arranged in an H shape. Okay. Had two elevator shafts mm-hmm. and one stairway. Uh, now, at this point, most buildings required multiple stairwells. Sure. That's how safety works.
1: <laughs> one of them could be on fire at any time.
0: <laughs> but the Atlanta Building Code of 1911 said, no, you don't need that. No. No. The reason being, the lot was less than 5,000 square feet. And so they're like, well, if you only have ah, a small lot, you only need mm-hmm. one stairwell. Right. How many people going to put in 5,000 yeah. square feet?
1: <laughs>
0: some Some two-dimensional thinking.
1: I appreciate <laughs> it. I know it got them to that point, but... Life Every kind of building is zero feet tall, right? Right. right?
0: Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> one biggest, stairwell. Yeah.
1: How big is the building? Uh, Sixty-three by seventy-six by what? Oh, by what do you mean by, by. what? <laughs> by.
0: <laughs> by my house. Yeah. I, I, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, so yes, indeed. So they said you only have one stairwell, and so they said, "Great, that sounds cheaper, probably." Mm-hmm. So we'll mm-hmm. do uh, we'll do one stairwell. Now this is going to be important.
1: Later. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It seems like something to <laughs> emphasize.
0: Yeah. Oh, and here's a fun fact. Nice. The stairway had an upward run of stairs, and it also had a downward run of stairs.
1: I I'm familiar with stairs. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> but see, what you're thinking of is stairs, and you th- you're thinking of them as, as um, omnidirectional. You, one one flight of stairs, you can go up, you can go down. Okay? Right. It's one of the main features of stairs. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now now <laughs> these stairs were unique because one of the they're in the stairwell. There's two sets of stairs. Uh huh. One of them is for up. Uh huh. Now the other separate set that's next to it right. is for down. But it's
1: not like, I mean, it's 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 not like no. it's, it's not like when you return your car to the rental place <laughs> and you can only go the one way over the spikes.
0: Like it could have been like that. if you go I down.
1: If you go down the upstairs, does it like blow your tires
0: out? What is what's yeah. happening? If okay. you take one wrong step, yeah, and you're like, oh shoot, I meant to go upstairs. Yeah. Oh, God, well, all right, <laughs> go down one more floor, I guess, <laughs> and then go up two. I should just go over to the normal stairwell. Wait a second, where's? <laughs> oh, damn it! Oh no. So I don't know what I, they didn't know stairs go both directions. <laughs> so. Anyway, so that was that was something, and then there was also no exterior fire escape. Mm, I mean, they look so ugly no stairs. What's yeah, it? yeah. It, and you should see this. Actually, I should pull up the building. you'll, yeah. you'll like a picture of the building. cough, mm-hmm. Hotel. Oh, don't show that picture. That's a spoiler. Let's find here's a, here's a nice one. Go. Oh, it's very nice. It's very nice. It's and very you can nice. see how if you had a fire escape here, mm-hmm.
1: that very, ruins it. very ugly. Yeah.
0: Makes it look like a poor person building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is nice. No. Yeah. Okay. So stop that. Okay, so there's no fire escape, um but that's okay. You know, cuz you have you have the one stairwell inside, so it's mm-hmm. fine.
1: Yeah. And like what are the odds the fire is going to happen any like specific day?
0: Yeah. Very low. Very low. Now, the stairwell did not have fire-resistant doors. Okay. Um,
1: Again, the odds of a fire, very low. Let's let, let's let's remind remind the viewers. Incredibly low.
0: <laughs> incredibly low. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't even know why we're talking about this, to I, be
1: honest. I've been in my house for several hours today. I've not seen it. How any many fires?
0: fires? Zero. Well, Zero. How many years have you lived in this house with no fires? Ten
1: years. Well, since the last fire. It's... It's a while. It's been a while since the last <laughs> fire. Okay. It's been.
0: It's we count it in weeks, not years, yeah. but it's. It's you know <laughs> we have a little board up Small in the victories. kitchen that we you know erase the numbers from. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So again, very we're burned up in the last fire. Now we don't have that anymore.
1: Yeah. We also only have one stairwell. This is making me a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Um. That's fine. Wait, is it up? Is it up or down? Uh. It depends on the time of day. It depends if we're trying to get oh, the kids upstairs. That's good. It's that's like those the, the highways or... in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: Anyway. So there's no fire resistant doors. I don't even know I guess they had fire resistant doors back then.
1: But um like metal? Metal's pretty fire resistant.
0: That's pretty fire resistant, right?
1: It's yeah. They had metal.
0: they have metal back in nineteen thirteen.
1: They yeah, that was right it was the
0: it was the bronze age. I don't know if you knew <laughs> the that. Da- <laughs> the dawn of metal. Yeah. <laughs> so no fire resistant doors. That's okay because the stairwell was, quote, of non combustible combustible mm. was of non combustible construction. Perfect. So the stairwell's not gonna catch fire. Yeah.
1: I mean it'll cook like a pizza oven, but it's not going to be well, it's going to be on fire though, yeah. is it?
0: And we all love pizza. Yeah. So, it's a win-win.
1: It just discourages people from hanging out in the stairwell. Really? I mean if it's That's if it's right. 700 degrees
0: in the stairwell, you're not going to be milling about, you know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh so the building itself had a steel structure. And which is you've already noted, it's pretty fireproof. That's mm-hmm. a metal. Steel steel is a metal, right?
1: It is a metal. It is a uh, an alloy. Yes. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Mm -hmm. so that's fireproof Mm -hmm. the steel structure oh is even further protected from fire by structural clay tile and concrete fireproofing
1: fantastic yeah i would i would pass this building in a heartbeat
0: absolutely (laughs) absolutely you would The hotel, in fact, was advertised as being "quote absolutely fireproof." I don't know. Quote.
1: Yeah, I...
0: <laughs>
1: this is it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of poking the bear a little bit. Let's admit. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: this was, gosh, what year was it Titanic? Uh-huh. Did learn the Titanic? They learned that Titanic was after this, right? Titanic disaster, not twenty twenty three. 1912. Oh, titan- Wow, Titanic was right before this. Yeah. The year before.
1: Yeah, but like the whole, you know, marketing theme hadn't really caught up yet. They were like, Well, yeah, okay. But that was a boat. <laughs> and this, <laughs> this is, is not a, Yeah, not a boat. This is fire, which you'll note it's the opposite of water.
0: So <laughs> uh, uh, I think so it's still, I think it still holds. I think we're fine. <laughs> yeah. So I, Huber, <coughs> that humorous is gonna get you every time. Mm-hmm. Um, they were so sure that it was absolutely fireproof. They even wrote that on the hotel stationery, <laughs> the, the, com- r- the combustible hotel stationery. This Correct.
1: is, this is absolutely a part that as, as the director of the film, I would be like note for later. This is going to be a great shot of the beginning uh, of the fire.
0: Spoiler alert. There are several points in the story that I thought, Oh my God, this would be a great movie. Uh, that is indeed one of them. Mm. If this fire is if this paper is burning, don't worry, you're mm-hmm. safe. <laughs> the interior walls were hollow clay tile mm-hmm. covered in plaster.
1: None of that stuff. Burns. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it's a chimney, which is unfortunate,
0: but well, again, we all we like a good. It's, it's Atlanta; they like a good barbecue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the interior walls were hollow clay, yeah, plaster. Okay, the doors, of course, were all wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's you know. Not as fireproof, but it's only the doors. Yeah. And uh, each door had a removable uh, transom uh, panel above it for ventilation. Hmm. Those panels were also wood. Mm. Okay. Other than that, other than the doors and the transoms, Mm -hmm. Hotel is completely fireproof. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely fireproof.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They were using what I I assume like clay bedding, uh, you know, (laughs) concrete (laughs) beds. Yeah. Yeah. Stone chairs. Uh Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah so uh uh, well it also okay so the other the the one other small thing i'll just read this quote the corridor walls were finished with painted burlap fabric Uh, guest rooms were finished with as many as seven layers of wallpaper oh okay (laughs) (laughs) um so those so 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 parts so some parts are flammable yeah
1: but like the percentage of the things that are flammable very low
0: very low, and like you can, those seven layers of wallpaper those those will go up like tinder, right? <laughs> but the wall beneath but, it is fine.
1: Yeah, but then they're gone; they're not an issue yeah. anymore. They burn yeah. up, poof,
0: and a puff of smoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that smoke probably goes somewhere else,
1: <laughs> right up the wall.
0: Yeah, uh, but not to worry because the hotel did have a central fire alarm system, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Now that that system only could be operated from the front desk,
1: uh, so oh. that.
0: So, if, you, if you're if you on the 15th floor and it's on fire, uh-huh. you have to go down to the first floor mm. and you tell the night clerk uh-huh. uh, that the, the the hotel's on fire. Right. And then you ring the bell uh-huh. and you wait for them to get there. Mm-hmm. When they they finally show up, you say, hey, the, the hotel's on fire. And then they can pull the fire alarm. Yeah.
1: Actually, he's probably like, actually, my, my manager's the only one that can actually pull the bell. <laughs> I'm really... He'll, it's it, two o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see him getting morning. here anytime soon. So <laughs> you should just probably go back up to your what's left of your room. So <laughs>
0: um so that is something. Um but don't worry, there's a there is a standpipe with hose racks on each floor. Oh, okay. So there's water up there and
1: yeah, in uh, case you want to play firefighter, it's yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but there's no automatic sprinkler system. Mm-hmm. So if you want water, you're you are gonna have to yeah, find the standpipe and turn it on yeah. and really work that hose. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this sounds like the sort of story that um that creates a lot of those safety devices in subsequent <sighs> years.
0: Yeah. If we're gonna have a well, that'll be part of our conversation. <laughs> Don't worry. <clears throat> uh, so oh, and if all else fails, the Weinkoff Hotel was only two blocks uh, away from two different fire departments. Oh. So they've got insurance In, on top yeah, of it. Insurance. Total insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. One of the fire departments was within 30 seconds of the building. Oh,
1: that's like
0: so we're fine. But Are <laughs> you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm still I'm still disappointed that they're they're going to all these incredible lengths to not put a fire escape on the side of the building. They're like, it's it would just be an eyesore. We're just going yeah. to just kind of gaslight everybody into thinking eh, fire's not a big risk.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fireproof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the hotel lie about that,
1: if the hotel doesn't burn, why would we bother getting you out during a fire that which could never happen?
0: Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. None of this matters because the building is fireproof. So let's talk about the fire that killed 119 people <laughs> in a different building, right? In this building. Oh, and we'll talk about that right after this ad from our sponsors. <laughs> Is this a ghost? Is once again brought to you by the good folks at Smart Labels. It's time. It's time. It's time to get organized. Mm-hmm. Everyone, listen. It's time to get organized, and Smart Labels is going to help you do that. You've heard us talk about them before. They're fantastic. You go to Amazon, you search Smart Labels, all one word. You get your your stickers. They sh- they come to your door. You don't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Come to your door, and then you you take them and you put them on your things that you're packing away, and you you take pictures with your with your app with the QR code, and you you know you pulls up your app and you make a list of what's in the box, and you put the mm-hmm. box somewhere you're never gonna find it except you tell the app where it is, and that's how you find it. Is this making any sense? Doesn't doesn't feel like it mm-hmm. is today. Makes perfect sense. You got one box.
1: Yeah, one box. It's called flammable. And then one <laughs> box. It's called
0: absolutely not flammable. Super flammable. <laughs> fireproof. Oh no. <laughs> this is oh my, no.
1: <laughs> my gasoline tote. Then this over here is my uh, tote full of 9-volt batteries and steel wool. And I'm mm-hmm. going to keep them right next to each other. And
0: I'm going to put them right in front of the furnace. <laughs> <sighs> and you'll always know where those are. And so mm-hmm. when, your, when your hotel burns down... Um, you're going to have a pretty good idea why. <laughs> and so will the police. And so will the insurance company. And uh, I don't think they're going to pay out, friend. It's the
1: first thing they're going to ask. They're going to say, can I see your smart labels account? And you're going to be like, wow, that's a pointed question. Like, I just need to see it right now.
0: <laughs> We've seen this before, sir. Thank you.
1: Huh, so, gasoline, behind furnace. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, um, but but, you, but you smart labels. But anyway. you're smarter than that, right? Yeah, You're smarter than that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Don't um, look. If you don't, if you don't burn your hotel down for insurance fraud, then then you have nothing to worry about from Smart Labels or anyone. So, so you should, you should buy. Oh, oh, and I got an email from Smart Labels today. A feature uh, they they just launched a new feature. This as we're recording, it was three hours ago. They launched a new feature. Item expiration date. Oh, okay. So when you put your milk in a box in the attic. Mm And you want to be alerted about when it's expired, then you'll you can do that mm. now, and they will let you know like, hey, your milk is just about expired. You're gonna to want to go dig that hot milk out of the attic and uh, <laughs> and get to work. That trash bag full of
1: pumpkin pie filling you put in the shed expires in two and a half years, so you'll want to check in <laughs> on it right about then. That's
0: all right. And you can do that with Smart Labels. Go to Amazon.com and search Smart Labels. Uh, They really will help you get organized. I love them. Uh, They've been really, really very helpful with our our putting away our Christmas decorations and kind of just organizing some of our own own life stuff. We went on a trip last week, and uh, as we were packing for it, we had to try to find the girls, like, air mattresses and all their little, like, toys and things. And so they're scattered all over the house. Now we have labels to tell us where exactly their mattresses are, where their suitcases are, where their backpacks are. So we all know where they are. We're never going to have to have to worry about getting a uh, frantic home alone style airport uh, panic in the morning ever again. Thanks to smart <laughs> labels. And you don't have to worry about home alone style, smart panic, dumb panic either. No, no, no good. <laughs> Jeremy will fix that. I'm yeah, sure. I, Jeremy, make that better. Yeah. <laughs> So go check out Smart Labels. You won't regret it. And uh, thank you to them for sponsoring this podcast. Probably for the last (laughs) time. (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right. So most of what follows for the Weinkauf Hotel comes from an article in Time Magazine from a 1946 article titled Mm. Disaster, (laughs) Red Sky at Morning. Sounds bad. Sounds pretty bad. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) You know, yellow journalism—they just like, get excited for nothing. <laughs> Minor incident at Death Star injures dozens. <laughs> so the date now is December seventh, nineteen forty-six. Hmm. Okay. So but the Weinkauf Hotel on the,
1: on the five-year anniversary of the uh, of Pearl Harbor.
0: That's right.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I'm sure it was a very exciting day for them.
0: <laughs> they had streamers, <laughs> etc. The Wyndcroft Hotel is now thirty three years old, and it hasn't burned down once. Absolutely fireproof. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you base
1: everything off the last thirty three years, fireproof, hundred percent fireproof. That's the word I'd use.
0: Hundred percent fireproof. Keep Absolutely. printing that stationary. Just keep it coming. You know what? In fact, hurricane proof. Yeah.
1: Tornado proof. Mm-hmm. Maybe print like a few more cases stationary. Just keep them down behind the furnace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Y- so. So December seventh is a big night in Atlanta. People had traveled from all over the state to go Christmas shopping downtown. Mm, it was course. a big, big week and big weekend for that. Mm-hmm. There were forty Georgia high school students in town for a mock legislative session. So they were around.
1: Okay, they don't uh, they don't do well in this
0: story, do they? Well, We'll see, <laughs> and mm. they're. Also, were a bunch of folks downtown who had drove. They had driven in to see the new hit Disney animated film, Song of the South. Mm, well, um, you know, they didn't. They didn't know about racism back then. <laughs> it's okay. We only discovered it after.
1: <laughs> we discovered after it in Vietnam. 1964. I yeah,
0: think. Mm. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so they, you know, some of them deserve what they got. I guess that's the, the moral here uh so they came to watch song of the House. so there's a lot of folks down and they all these people need a place to stay
1: of course a fireproof that, place to stay
0: a fire uh, that's ideal i think <laughs> if you've got two choices and one of them is on fire and the other one is fireproof which it, one are you gonna pick
1: every time i i book on expedia and i go to like the filters i'm like yes i need yeah i need two beds uh it <laughs> it has to be fireproof obviously Oh, Oh,
0: one thousand selections down to three. Yeah, <laughs> are your three options? Oh no,
1: three stars and up. Oh, I'm so sorry. That does not exist.
0: <laughs> but this one has a uh, drink uh, cocktail caddy in the shower. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sold. Oof. Um, I saw one of those the other day at a store. Like a, it's a cup holder that they are marketing as a a like a beer holder for the shower. Mm-hmm. But it was marketed in like a serious way, not like in a joke way. And okay, I thought, I, th- I think some people drink too much. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Speaking of someone who, you know, sure, drinks too much. I think some people drink way too much. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm worried about people.
1: There are some, like, eight square foot chunks of my house that I just don't need to drink in. And one of them is the one where <laughs> I'm standing nude on a slippery surface covered in soap. <laughs> that's one of them. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's why... Your life is what it is. You'll yeah. never get ahead that way with that attitude. <laughs> never get ahead.
1: Do you also need a, uh, a beer holder for maybe your um, balance beam? Or possibly...
0: <laughs> for yeah. my lawnmower, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for my car. I mean, I've got the regular cup holders in the car. But if I get a beer one that's like right on the steering wheel so I mm-hmm. can just, you know, mm-hmm. short movements, that would yeah. be ideal. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I also put one on, uh, on Ivy's crib so that when I'm doing <laughs> bedtime... <laughs> Daddy, right what? There.
1: Daddy, what is this new helmet for?
0: Just stop moving so
1: quick, okay? I need to set it down.
0: <laughs> so anyway, so there's a lot of folks. That's why the Weinkopf Hotel was, quote, especially crowded that night. Mm-hmm. There were a total of 304 guests, including the founder of the hotel himself, W. Frank Weinkopf, who's still kicking mm-hmm. uh, for now and still living in the hotel. Mm-hmm. He was either 70 or 76 years old. <laughs> I don't know why I can. It's it's, it's a lot, It's confusing. <laughs> not a lot. Not a lot of info on Frank. <laughs> I was born on
1: the native Halley's comet. I just can't remember which <laughs> Halley's comet. I'll figure it
0: out. I'm either fifty two or a hundred and eight. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he was in his tenth floor suite uh, that night. By hmm. the way, now at three thirty two a.m., a light starts blinking on the hotel switchboard. Mm-hmm. The regular switchboard operator is not there. She's out for the night. Mm-hmm. Sure, her okay. husband was watching it for her. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like when you go. If you can't go to work, mm-hmm. you can just send Amy to your job, <laughs> and she'll just do <laughs> to it to watch all the blinking <laughs> lights. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's done a great yeah. job before. No one has died. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: that is good. How many fires?
1: Uh, zero. Well, ooh. I mean, when she was there, there were zero fires.
0: Yeah. Right. So. Okay, that's what I mean. Okay, Um,
1: Okay. but the husband here—he's his job is staring at the blinking board of lights. Yes, and And I think answer the
0: phone too. Okay, I think he's—he's you know you've you know you got to—it seems very you got to like plug the plugs. You got to go plug plug. Hello, Mm -hmm. room service, and they say hello. I want um,
1: yeah, my toilet's um, clogged. That kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah.
0: exactly. You say okay, I'll I'll get I'll get someone on that, and Mm -hmm. then you unplug, and then you don't get someone on it. Right. (laughs) Hello, hello, front desk. You, you've been to hotels. Um, so, but her, her husband, he he was a night clerk at the hotel. So, he wasn't just like he was a, some guy off the street. He, mm-hmm. he did work at the hotel. Mm-hmm. He just didn't normally use a switchboard. His name. Well, <laughs> his, <laughs> his name. I assume this is spelled, or I mean pronounced Comer. C-O-M-E-R. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to pronounce it Comer. Well, yeah, I because would. his name is Comer Rowan. <laughs> Comer Rowan. <laughs> so Comer uh, Rowan, hmm. he's working a switchboard. Uh, I heard her calling, <laughs> and I come Rowan. I, I come Rowan. <laughs> hey, how'd you guys meet? <laughs> oh,
1: she was I on the other side calling. of the lake.
0: <laughs> and I I'm Comer Rowan. So Rowan answers the phone because his light is blinking mm-hmm. and it's a soldier in room 510 mm-hmm. who at 332 in the morning wants some ginger ale and ice Ooh, pretty normal 332 a.m yeah. request <laughs> uh. let's see so Rowan sends mm-hmm. up a bellhop right a guy named Bill Mobley mm-hmm. and the night engineer goes with him too because he wants to do a routine building check Okay, he's like, I bet the building's not on fire, but I do want to go check just in case.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're you're working at a hotel at three o'clock in the morning. If you're not like trying to sleep, you're probably bored as shit. Cause oh yeah, this is bef- this is before Minesweeper, like years before Minesweeper. <laughs> oh my Minesweeper. god! Oh my god! I didn't yeah. know
0: there was a time before Minesweeper. Yeah.
1: So like, Ugh. you're looking for anything you could possibly do. Um, also, maybe, <sighs> also, this guy that's awake at three o'clock in the morning in the hotel, and wants ginger ale, he might have wheat. So oh, he's got something for sure. Got yeah. Something for sure. I'm just gonna go up and just
0: see if this guy's okay. You know, I, you need come. It's dark in the. Yeah. It's late. it's not safe. I'll, you know, I'll just come yeah. with you. They get to room five ten, and the guy inside definitely was hired because they they have to wait in the hallway for three minutes while he finishes his bath. <laughs> wow,
1: I mean, I've kind of. You know, <laughs> stretched out and enjoyed my hotel room before, but I don't think I made the bellhop wait three minutes for me to finish the bath before.
0: After calling for room service, so you call right, for yeah. room service, yeah. then you get into the bath, yeah, and then you make them wait.
1: Although, like the real fancy hotels, they've got the they've got the the phone like in the bathroom. Which I... I oh, it's
0: like uh, one of those um, cocktail holder phones. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Right there yeah. in the
0: bath. Right in the shower. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pick up hello? Thinking, Who is this? Are you a
0: beer? Uh, what? What is that? Um, <laughs> uh, is that a fancy hotel thing to do? Uh, so <laughs> are you saying this because you're picturing a scene from Pretty Woman where um, she's on a phone in the bathtub? So, well, <laughs> funny
1: story. Um, <laughs> the first time I uh, I ever traveled overseas, um, I was in Italy. I was in uh, Brindisi, which is like down near like the the end of the boot in Italy. And it was like, it was a, it was a luxury hotel, like velvet everywhere. You know, like the, the, the key they gave you was on this like huge super flammable by the way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, like the, the key they gave you was this, like super ornate key that you had to like give back to the clerk before you left to go oh. out of the town. It was super, super oh. fancy. Oh. Wow. So I get up to the hotel. Or I, I get, get up to my room rather. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'd just been flying for twelve hours or whatever. So washing my face, taking my contacts. It's it's still probably four or five in the afternoon. I'm so jet lagged And there is this like velvet rope right <laughs> coming down from the ceiling right next to the sink. And I think, Uh-huh. Okay, this is interesting. And I think to myself, I'll give it a tug. So I grab sure. the rope and I pull it, and as soon as I pull it, I hear very, very faintly, like a hundred feet away, I hear a very light Ring, 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 ring. And I think, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and, I th- and so I let go of the rope instinctively, and I think, well, I can probably just ignore that nothing's ever going to happen, right? <laughs> they probably yeah, didn't hear that. They probably <laughs> didn't hear that. <laughs> and so, of course, you know, I'm standing there in the bathroom, dead silent, and you can hear, you can hear this guy. Fucking booking it up this year. It's like, All the way <laughs> and I hear him banging on the door. Sir, sir, are you okay? Are you okay? And I come I, mean, I am. I am. F- I, uh, yes, I am fine. I am. Okay. You pulled the emergency. You, you pulled the emergency bell. Uh, y- yes, I, <laughs> yes, I did. And thank you for, for coming up. It was, I, but I am okay. I am I am I This
0: is am another okay. situation where if you had a clipboard it would have all worked out because you yeah. would have been like, "And your yeah. time was?" Yeah. Oh, excellent. 27 <laughs> seconds. That's <was> very impressive. <laughs> very impressive. Oh, very very impressive. much so. Anyway. I made a note about yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so it's probably one of those things where he's, you know, he's he's in the tub. He thinks to himself mm-hmm. I want a ginger ale. You know, he reaches over, he grabs the courtesy phone. Um mm-hmm. says, i like a ginger ale." Hangs it back up. His brain immediately just like goldfish resets, and he goes back to taking his bath. And then there's like, there like five. And there's like five guys banging on the door.
0: He's yeah. gotta be sleepy. And he's like, oh god, oh god, oh god, yeah. hide the pot, hide the pot, yeah. hide the pot.
1: Yeah. Why is everyone banging on my door? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a clue here. I'm still holding the phone in my hand. Okay, that's a clue. That's gotta be a clue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So the, eventually he lets them in. And they bring in the ginger ale. Uh, they get to chatting with him a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're inside the room for another three minutes. They come back out through the hallway. Mm-hmm. Quote, when they opened the door again, the hall was ringed with fire.
1: <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck happened in three minutes? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no. They're on the um, fifth
1: floor at this point?
0: They're on the fifth floor. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. What, what, what? What could have started the fire on the fifth floor? Mm, okay,
1: yeah, it's part of what I'm thinking.
0: They would later learn the fire started on the third floor.
1: Oh, that's not good.
0: <laughs> that's- nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, and these are the first people to know about the fire, because uh-huh. everyone else is sleeping. Yeah,
1: which means it's chewed through two floors already, and nobody has any idea what the fuck's going on.
0: Yes, so it's already been going badly. Yeah. They just didn't <laughs> know it yet. <laughs> Um, they later found out someone had dragged a mattress and a chair out into the hallway on the third floor. hmm Uh, just temporarily.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Just, for, just to take a yeah. nap. You know how it just is. Just
0: to make a, just to prove dominance over yeah. the staff or something.
1: Who hasn't woken up at three o'clock in the morning at Holiday Inn Express and dragged their mattress out into the hallway just to get some peace and quiet? <laughs> because
0: you know? this fucking roommate yeah. just will not stop snoring. Uh. The going theory is that someone dropped a lit cigarette on the mattress. hmm um, and then it just, you know, yeah. it, it it was close to the, the stairwell. Yeah.
1: That's back in the days before people really knew how cigarettes worked. You know, yeah. they were like, you can't blame anybody. These, yeah, these houses keep burning down. These hotels keep burning down. We really can't figure it out.
0: I don't know. I mean, I do, I use a, I use a, I use a fire to light it. Right. So I light a match and mm-hmm. lights. Right. But then I put the match out. Yeah. There's no all more fire. It yeah. you no, know, it's just a, it's a red paper. Yeah. Exactly. Red paper. Yeah. I've lots so of red I paper
1: on the house. None of it starts fires. Therefore...
0: Also, no more insurance companies will cover my houses. <laughs> I don't know. After ten, they're like, no more. I don't know. Um, where are we? Oh, so the fires—the fire going. It's spreading yep. real fast. <laughs> so the bellhop and the engineer run down to the lobby, and mm-hmm. they tell—they tell, they tell Rowan. Mm-hmm. And Kama Rowan calls the fire department. Kay. So That call goes out at three forty-two.
1: Uh-huh. Does he pull the yeah. fire alarm at any point?
0: Well, I'll put a pin just for a second in that because the answer is no. Mm. Uh, the fire department's on his way, mm-hmm. um, but of course, everyone in the hotel is sleeping, so he has to evacuate the building now. Yes, the fi- the you will recall—the building does have a central fire alarm, right? That he could he could pull, right? He has access to it. Right? It, he is, in fact, the only person, right? But who has access to it. Does he have
1: authority to pull it?
0: well <laughs> this particular evening as you will recall his job is not night clerk mm. his job is switchboard operator my
1: hands are tied my hands are tied my contract clearly states
0: <laughs> and so for reasons I cannot begin to fathom instead of pulling the fire alarm he starts calling every room one by one There's from the switchboard <laughs> hundreds of it's rooms of the buildings on
1: fire and, and I'm sure in his head he's thinking to himself, do I start with the upper floors? <laughs> Those phone numbers are longer because they start now, with 15. The so fourth floor
0: is already engulfed in flames. Right. Should I start there, or is it a waste of time Lost to start cause. there?
1: We're going to start with the fifth floor. We're going to start with the fifth floor. By
0: 10 a.m., he had yeah. made his decision. He would call the 10th floor. So he just starts calling oh. every room.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and again, like, not, not to... Not to bring too much light to this, but again, this is with I'm sure a rotary phone. So he's sitting there,
0: I think switchboards are. I think switchboards are. I think with switchboards, you just have to like plug. That's okay. Okay. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So it's 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 a little. But he's just got like a cable in each hand. He's like plug and plug. Hey. Ah. Fire. Unplug. Unplug. Plug in, Plug Fire. Plug. 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 God. It's amazing. So that's how he does it. It, it, Because I'm I'm sure the whole time he's thinking to
1: himself, man, I wish there was an easier way to alert all of the people (laughs) in the hotel of
0: the impending fire. Why don't we have like a PA system or some sort of, I don't know, like alert or alarm speaker that I could speak into. Yeah. Uh, So the fire's going crazy. Now flames and gas are rising up the elevator shafts and the stairwell. Mm-hmm. Those go, you know, it goes all the way up to the roof very quickly. Yeah. Um,
1: Thankfully, though, the smoke is only going up the upside of the stairwell, not yes. the downside of the stairwell. So those people this are is, safe.
0: Yeah. Yes. Smoke <laughs> Smoke is very good at following directions. And it can read. And they are lucky. Because mm-hmm. if not for that, uh, the, the death toll would have been double, at least. <laughs> smoke goes all the way up to the roof. And the heat is all rising, of course. Um, goes up to the roof. But the roof, the roof is not vented. Oh, okay. So there's nowhere for that to go mm-hmm. except back down. Mm. The fire explodes back down into the hallways with quote flamethrower force. Mm. Um It's so hot that it began instantly began melting brass doorknobs and turning the plaster on the walls to powder. Whew. Uh The bedroom doors held the fire back for like a few minutes, but not mm-hmm. for very long. Right. And remember, the doors all have transoms. Mm-hmm. And the ones that had their transoms open just suck the fire right inside sure. the room. Sure, sure. So the, the, the whole hotel is an oven <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Firefighters get there at 3.50 a.m. and the entire building is in flames. Hmm. And they didn't even bring their truck because they were like, well, it's fireproof. We, yeah. don't, we don't need any of this yeah. stuff. I don't know what they're calling about, but <laughs> let's go, let's walk over there and see. <laughs> uh. um, if you were interested in reading the full account of this whole thing, everyone, it's in... Uh, I'll, I have the link to the Time Magazine article in the show notes. Um, it's pretty... It's interesting. It is, though, kind of a tough read. It goes into some pretty specific detail about what happened next, which is that all the guests realized they were trapped in their rooms and there were no fire escapes. Mm-hmm. So most of them started jumping out of their windows Ooh. from uh, pretty much every floor. Uh, now there were firemen on ladders outside and they managed to get some folks out. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, they did not. People are making bed sheet ropes. Uh, some people are crawling out on ledges. A lot of them are just jumping, hoping for the best. Um, almost all of the people who did that uh, end up dead or severely injured. Mm-hmm. And not all of them make it out of the rooms. Of course, of the 304 total hotel guests, 119 died and 65 were badly injured. Among the dead were Frank Weinkoff and his wife Grace.
1: Oh well, I mean, you sow and then you reap and then you die in the fire. <laughs> That's so, right.
0: Yeah, you uh, you know that stationery was his idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why did I buy bulk stationery? <laughs> so uh, they found Frank on the on the his body on the tenth floor hallway, and Grace quote died on the sidewalk, mm. which is not great. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, and of course there are a lot of families there. There are a lot of high school students there. Mm-hmm. There are children. There are. It's it's all bad. Bad scene all around. But here's a fun historical fact: <laughs> a man named Arnold, <laughs> a man named Arnold Hardy. Uh was out watching and taking photos. There were a lot of people standing around taking photos of this. Right. Yeah. Um they want to put it on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And In like he a took month. a photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes a while. <laughs> he took a photo of a woman named Daisy McCumber jumping out of a window. Uh, now Daisy survived. She was pretty badly hurt, mm-hmm. but she survived and she recovered. And uh we have the photo here for you to see with your eyes. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute! That's the wrong button. I'm suspicious. Be suspicious. Don't be, suspicious. Don't be suspicious. No, this is it. Oh,
1: well, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a fun historical fact because it's notable because this is the first photo. Is this photo won the Pulitzer Prize in 1947? And it's huh. the first f- uh, amateur photo to ever win the Pulitzer Prize. Huh.
1: Wow. It is. Yeah. yeah. It is. Is a very action shot of a woman jumping out of. I'm gonna imagine the. Th- third story window ish as she's passing by. I don't know. I think she
0: was like climbing down on that. Oh, uh, uh, that cable. Yeah. Okay. I think she came from several stories up Mm, and then slipped and fell. My goodness. Um, But yeah, she's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I think still alive actually. Um, Wow. Goodness. um, Yeah, this is, um, uh, can you imagine that being like the most famous photo of you?
1: Uh, With your, yeah, with all of your underpants showing everybody. Mm-hmm. And um,
0: As you're falling... Uh, honestly, two... though,
1: pretty strong quads. Pretty, very strong. Very legs. strong quads. And the, and the calves yeah. as well? My goodness. So, yeah. so. if that was the most famous photo of me, I'd probably be pretty happy. <laughs> I mean, my legs are... I pro- see cameras. Flex, flex, yeah. flex. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, at this point, thing. yeah. Her legs are probably just, you know, two piles of Play-Doh at this point. But at the same time, <laughs> for, for the very last moment, those legs were not... <laughs> uh,
0: appreciated by uh, world round. Yeah, world world round. Uh, anyway, so all right, so the fire does its thing, destroys the building. The fi- the building is not fireproof, mm-hmm. and uh, it's fireful. And it's fireful. It's it's quite fireful. In fact,
1: it's <laughs> fire I, festival of buildings is what it is. <laughs>
0: yes, that's right. And I think this is still the largest single uh, hotel fire casual- in terms of uh, casualties mm-hmm. in American history. This did is they, right around time
1: when they're... Were- Go ahead. Yeah. Did, did did the Guinness people show up? Were they... <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> they were actually inside the we hotel. We would like so to present kind of you
1: with kind of an awkward certificate, but we do need to give it to somebody here.
0: Well, we have the certificate just in case, but you haven't reached the number yet.
1: Yep. Oh. And, oh
0: okay here you let go let me call What's, my editor that's for you
1: <laughs> that's, this is yours
0: Ooh. <laughs> this is right around a time when hotel fires were kind of in vogue um <laughs> this <is> <laughs> 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 uh. This, uh, this was right uh, a few years either before or after there was one in wisconsin and then there was the one in chicago the right. um the one that's now the theater um Oh, which hotel was it? There's one that we'll, we'll definitely do an episode on it because mm-hmm. um, it's a super haunted theater in Chicago. But um, a lot of hotels catched on fire, and the Weinkoff was like, "Me too." <laughs> so they did, and I know what you're thinking. So the fire ends. Um, did they knock that building down? Leave that tragedy behind? No, they did not. They renovated mm-hmm. the Weinkoff Hotel, and, and they said, "We can save it. We can save this building." Mm-hmm. And in 1951, it reopened as the Peachtree Hotel. That's right. Okay, that's you, guys, you know hotel. We got vacancies, yep. lots of vacancies. <laughs> Please stay here. No one will stay here.
1: Uh, okay. Did they? I mean, I'm gonna ask the obvious question. Did they? Did they update any of the uh, safety protocols in said hotel? Well, they got
0: different stationery.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: they no longer are telling people that they're fireproof. <laughs> it's
1: one guy in the basement, like, with with, with a white-out pen. Like, nope, <laughs>
0: nope, nope. Um, Absolutely fire. We're just going to cross out the proof. Absolutely mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. Absolutely period. Fire Lucky. period. Yeah. Uh, so, I assume that they did. I assume it went better. It has not burned down again since then.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, good. But, like, you know. It also hadn't burned down up until that point either,
0: so that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's always another ch- another day, another yeah. chance. <laughs> Let's see. It eventually sold to a bunch of developers, mm-hmm. and then kind of went out. They they closed down the hotel and just it sat vacant vacant for a while. The gutted lobby actually served as a souvenir shop during the nineteen ninety six Olympics.
1: Oh, that's exciting! That went really well sure. too, right?
0: That yeah yeah nothing (laughs) bad happened there no no
1: tragedies there either so (laughs) it's great news yeah
0: that's right and then in 2006 a 23 million dollar renovation project began on the building and on October 1st 2007 the Weinkoff Building reopened once more this time as the Ellis Hotel Hmm. come stay in the home of world's biggest hotel tragedy our hotel. So, during renovations, the workers started hearing strange footsteps and voices coming from the hallways, mm-hmm. and when they checked, there was no one in the halls mm-hmm. or in the rooms. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't make a segue or anything, but this will, you probably aren't surprised to learn, this is a haunted building.
1: Uh, I'm stunned. This is where the ghost, yeah. this is
0: the ghost part yeah. of, the, of the thing. I'm yeah. stunned. Yeah. Um, over the year, oh, they also found their tools kept mysteriously disappearing. Mm. I feel like we've come across that before. Do you think ghosts like tools? I think. I mean, they hate tools. Well,
1: yeah, I
0: guess.
1: I think they like them. I mean, you know, I, I, maybe it's like the like a ghost test. Like, I bet you can pick up that tool. Oh, you don't think I can pick up an Allen wrench? Oh, you don't think I can? Oh, okay. I've mean, We got gyms over here. Yeah. I've been working out. I can mm-hmm. do an Allen wrench. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think you can make that pottery. Oh, you don't think I can make the pottery either? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Mm. I, I know th- for sure you can't kiss me. Yeah. Oh,
0: you don't think I can kiss you? Okay. I don't think okay, you can make
1: guy. that pottery sensually. Oh, you
0: don't think I can make the pottery <laughs> sensually either. Hmm. I know you can't sit there with your shirt off. <laughs> oh, okay, bud. Okay. <laughs> your mouth cashing right checks. You. <laughs> I can't <catch> you. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hey, you look like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <clears throat> Mm. Oh boy! I'm just here to grab tools. <laughs> Why are you naked? <laughs> um, what else? Okay. Over the years, guests have reported waking up to the sounds of dozens of people screaming and running down the hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are no no people actually doing that. Right. And this is not like a like a red roof inn or anything like that. This is the I one where I, I thought yeah. like I've been in some yeah. hotels where there are yeah. dozens of people <laughs> running and screaming through the halls at three a.m. So. I left that one in here, but we're going (laughs) to, that's a maybe. (laughs) Others have been woken by the strong smell of smoke in their rooms. Mm -hmm. Staff members have reported calls coming into the switchboard from rooms that are completely empty and locked. Mm. On the answer to the phone, there is breathing on the line, and that's it. Mm. Some people standing outside the hotel have seen faces staring down at them from empty rooms screaming uh, before they vanish completely. That's not great. No, no, and every once in a while, the smoke alarm will go off a little after 3 a.m., which is right when the fire started. Mm-hmm. It'll go off all on its own. That Ironically, one,
1: yeah, that one yeah. I'm incredulous on because, like, I maybe if like right around 3 a.m., if everyone starts getting a phone call mm-hmm. sequentially, <laughs> right. hey, there's a fire, I gotta go. Hey, there's a fire, I gotta go. Uh, Can maybe,
0: you imagine if that did happen? Yeah, boy, that would be terrifying,
1: huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well. That's a good point. (laughs) What I'm thinking is, okay, follow me on this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go with me here. Mm -hmm. We know that one of the things that causes ghosts is unfinished business. Obviously. Oh. That fire alarm mm -hmm. had a lot of unfinished Mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. If only I had asked what the big red cable is. that (laughs) looks like the bus stop cable. (laughs) I should have asked. I should have asked. What I'm suggesting is perhaps the fire alarm itself is a ghost. Sure. Perhaps, perhaps this is our first inanimate ghost. Mm. I'm not gonna like put all my chips on that on yeah. that square, but I'm I'm saying it's not impossible. Okay, it's not impossible that sometimes fire alarms also have unfinished business. <laughs> and the fire alarm is thinking, God, if only I'd sounded that night. Mm-hmm. If only. Uh, and that's the story of the, the Weinkauf hotel, now the Ellis hotel. And if you want to stay in the hotel that, uh, has the, uh, the dubious honor of being the hotel that has claimed the most human lives by fire, good news. You can, and it's pretty expensive. <laughs> so set your money on fire, uh, and yourself potentially. What do you think? One to 10.
1: Uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of scales to grade this one on one to 10 in terms of, uh, like overall episode quality or overall, uh, tragedy.
0: I think one to 10 on the scale of how much you would like to be involved in the making of the movie of this story. Oh,
1: 10, 10 maybe, maybe even, <laughs> maybe even 11. Honestly, this would be an easy one. This would be a pretty uh, easy one. Again, just, just purely for the stationary, like the stationary burn across shot. <laughs> It's yeah. amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm in it for the switchboard shot. The fire raging upstairs <laughs> and the fire alarm right over his yeah. shoulder. And you just see him frantically working the switchboard.
1: Like a scene from airplane. Just.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, well that's our show mm-hmm. for tonight. Do you have any final thoughts uh, about hotels catching on fire anything that you want to share?
1: I don't ever want to be in a hotel that catches on fire. And I, and ideal, I'm, I think I'm staunch, staunch about that. I, okay. <laughs> staunch.
0: Okay. okay. Okay, good to know. Um, if you ever do find yourself in a hotel that catches on fire, mm-hmm. what's your plan? I mean, are you going to ask for a refund. Like what? Uh, I mean, I mean, I'll
1: probably like slowly get out of the bath. You know, it'll take me <laughs> a few minutes. You know, well, you're gonna want to pull that cord first. <laughs> and then,
0: uh, <clears throat> oh boy! Well, if you're traveling this soon, I hope you stay in a good hotel that does not catch fire. That's mm-hmm. our that's an i tag wish for you. Mm-hmm from both of from i think from both of us yeah probably yeah for most people and uh that's it. this is the ghost is a production of smith show media the research was uh, done by me clayton smith all the funny jokes are from patrick dean our audio editor is jeremy montoya our video editor is jennifer swanson we're so grateful for them and if you enjoy this show then please tell everyone you know and if you did not enjoy this episode please tell no one that's a sacred just promise to that we're yourself. making each other. Yeah. Just keep it to yourself. This is this was just for you and no one else. <laughs> but if you liked it, tell everyone.